take this podcast listeners and tell y'all something. I don't know who spoiled you hoes like this. I don't know when y'all got so goddamn um, spicy. But I'm going to need y'all to let me live about this goddamn Monday episode, period. Okay? I didn't even think y'all fuck with the Monday episodes that hard, number one. But it's apparent that you do. So my bad. But y'all hoes ain't finna keep checking me about my goddamn podcast, no ma'am. What a Monday podcast. What am I? What? What was a uh, 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 girl? You gonna get it Friday? Period. God damn it! I didn't even know y'all was liking the Monday podcast. Cool. I'll give it to you, but don't be yelling at me. Shit. Welcome back, episode forty-seven. Hello. I just had to get some straightening because y'all been getting straightening with me since goddamn Monday. I'm sorry. Okay. According to the stats and the numbers, y'all start with Friday anyway. And honestly, it always seems like the Monday episode has an issue. It's always an issue with the goddamn Monday episode. And it's just like I record it. It don't sound right. It's a lot going on. It's always. For some reason, my Friday episode, that shit just flows. It flows. It's. It's good. It sounds good. I like the finished product. I think that's me being kind of a perfectionist, but kind of not. I don't know. But y'all want the Monday podcast? Just relax. I'm going to give you the goddamn Monday podcast. But until then, we here on this good, good Friday, child. But another thing I did, I do notice when I don't do the Monday podcast, it seems like I don't talk to y'all for a while. So a whole lot of tea and shit done popped off. And we had no type of time to really talk about it and get into it. Because by the time I get to y'all, the shit be all dry and stale, honey. So that is my little reason for liking the Monday episode. Um, Because we didn't talk about Insecure. The first episode of Insecure, we didn't talk about that. What else popped off? Some other little shit, you know, on the blogs, whatever. We didn't talk about that, so. But we just gonna talk about insecure. I don't give a damn how old and dry that is because we've been waiting like what? First of all, how y'all doing? Everybody good? Are we good? Are we taking a sip? Are we taking a drink? Where are you on this Friday? It, listen, it's Friday and I'm off. So. I took me a mental health day, not from y'all, but from work. So, I am working on Drika things on this Good Friday, honey, because it's so much shit that I want to do. And I promised myself I would do that shit in 2020. And I have done some. I look at my to-do list and I'm like, okay, I did that. Did that. Okay, but we just... We got to keep moving forward. And I dedicate a lot of time to work, writing for publications, um, and just not enough time doing the shit that Drika want to do. We is in quarantine. Y'all girls ain't got shit to do. Everybody in-house. I should be bringing y'all products, services, shit like that. I should be having something to offer. So, I took this Friday off to just get my shit together but i am happy that well i ain't gonna announce that right now no i'm trying to get in the habit of not announcing shit prematurely i don't want to announce nothing it'd be kind of hard because i want to get on here and like tell y'all everything that's going on and i'm working on but i have to practice restraint i was just about to spill some damn tea to you hoes but i'm not gonna spill it yet until that shit comes to fruition because if it don't then i don't want to be looking like an ass agree so but yeah take a day off from time to time like that shit just really be needed because when i look at all the hours that i put in for like other shit that's not my main focus and even my podcast like on Sundays, I'll be so consumed and wrapped up with XYZ that it's like, 
I don't have the opportunity to focus, do my podcast, write my notes, get my shit together, do my own personal writing, not my publications, but Drika writing. So that's that. So anywho, take make sure you take you a damn random day of the week off. Let me tell you something. My my coworker always laugh at me. You know, you don't you got them like one or two coworkers that you real tight with. My coworker is always laughing at me because I will take just a random ass Wednesday off. Won't have shit to do. Won't have shit going on. I just take the day off. Just fuck it. I need a day. Because you just, that shit is so necessary. Like you just need to decompress. And people feel like, oh, the weekend, you know, you get Saturday and Sunday off. Not really. Because. You got to think I'm still writing for publications. I'm still doing my own writings, like, and I'm podcasting. I don't have a day. So the weekends, even though I'm off from my nine to five, I still got shit to do. So, yes, honey, my coworker always laugh at me. He always be like, you going to use up all your PTO time, child? That's what that shit is for. I'm going to use it. I'm going to take it. I don't give a damn. Like, shit, I wish I had two weeks stashed up. I would take them shits. But that shit is just, it's necessary. Them people will drive you crazy. And if your ass drop dead, they gonna replace your ass within 24, 48 hours. So, I am not of the belief that I'm finna overwork myself for nobody ever, ever, ever again. I hope y'all can't move this class. I hope y'all can't hear what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm like moving around a little bit. Because <laughs> I'm standing up because I'm trying to experiment with like... How do I sound versus sitting? How do I sound versus standing? But anyway, that ain't even y'all business. I don't know why I'm telling y'all that. But, um, so let's get into some shit. It ain't, I mean, it's some tea that we missed. We If we missed it, we just missed it, guys. But I do want to talk about the first episode of Insecure. And I am going to do asterisk toes. Since I've been putting up asterisk for like three episodes. But first episode of Insecure... I said it once, I said it again, I said to the day I die, Insecure is just too short. It's so freaking short. Since the beginning, I felt like that. And then, even the seasons is short. The seasons be like eight, nine episodes. Like, Issa, come on, come on. We waited like, I think a whole year for this season. Because it didn't come, Insecure didn't come out last year. She didn't bring it back last year. So we had to wait like a whole fucking year and the episodes be so goddamn good. And it's like, as soon as you get into like the meat and potatoes of that shit, it cut off. That is so fucking frustrating to me. Me and my best friend, who is texting me like this during my podcast? Anyway, me and my best friend and then her friends and her sister, whatever. We had a virtual watch party because we social distancing. And, um... We just all said the same thing. It's so freaking frustrating because... Okay, so Issa been working with Kozola. Is that her name? Kozola? Issa ain't know that Kozola was hunching on her ex Lawrence Chai. And Issa just gassing Kozola up. You ever been in a situation like that? Well, a, a female that you done fucked around and got super cool with... And she telling you about your boo and all this and that. And come to find out her boo is your ex-boo. I This is why I love the fucking show. Another reason. I relate to Issa on damn near every single level. I want to work with her one day. I relate to Issa so much. Like she is always in these compromising ass positions that I have been in. I have been in that position before. Well, I done got cool with a girl, like, organically. And she telling me about her boo. And come to find out he either my boo or he's, like, an ex-boo. And me, personally, when I went through it, I didn't say shit. I just kind of, like, distanced myself from her a little bit. Like, me and her didn't have a whole bunch of years in and no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So... It was, I mean, it sucks because she was cool as fuck, but I had to distance myself from her. And I never mentioned it because, for one, 
I'm I'm not that girl who's the old me and him used to talk. I'm not her. That shit is played. That shit is corny to me. Like it just it just is. Unless it was like my ex, like one of my like my four year ex, like my one, the nigga I thought I was gonna marry. Then I'm just not gonna say shit. If it was just a nigga I used, you know, went on some dates with and shit like that. And in my situation, it was it was a nigga that you know I talked to for a couple months. We went on dates and he was real cool, but we stopped talking. And it's the case. She was with Lawrence like what five six years some shit like that. So I uh, I probably would have had to say something before I bowed out. But nevertheless, I would have bowed out. If we was just friends, but see the shit that made it so complicated was that Issa and Condola they got business together. You know what I'm saying? If I was Issa, for the sake of the business, I wouldn't have even. If I would have found out, I wouldn't have said shit. But let me get into Issa homegirls because Issa couldn't even find out about Condola and Lawrence organically. Let me tell y'all something. All Issa homegirls is haters, except for, what's the chubby one name? The real funny one. Oh, my God. I should know her name. I'm going to Google it. Insecure. What is the girl name? Kelly. Bitches don't like Kelly. Kelly is all right in my book. At that damn um, mixer, Kelly seen that old white man. She said, bitch, I take one for the team. What's up? Kelly is my girl, period. People do not like Kelly. I don't know why, but Tiffany stormed her big, pregnant, miserable ass in that meeting with Condola and Issa and told Issa in front of Condola that Condola was smashing Lawrence. That's some shit. First of all, this is why Tiffany is a trash-ass friend, and I know some Tiffany's. I know some hoes just like them. Them hoes is trash. They're trash ass friends. Get much of space. If my best friend ex, if if my best friend ex nigga is now dating her business partner, and I'm privy to this information, y'all know I am totally against telling friends who they niggas fucking with. However, if I was to tell her. I'm going to tell her, first of all, when I first find out. That's number one. And number two, I'm going to tell her in private. That's Tiffany fucked up. So you held on to this information for God knows how long. And then you blasted that shit in front of Condola. Like, what type of bitch is you? That shit was lame as hell to me. If she went pregnant, Issa should have slapped the dog fuck out of Tiffany. I don't like Tiffany anyway. She thinks she better than them girls. She's like the classic, you know, that one little friend that got her nigga with a little bit of money. She might have a little degree under her belt, but ain't really doing shit with it. And she just thinks she better than like the whole friend group. She been trash. So I was not fucking with that. And then it just got so awkward. But I respect Issa. If it was just a regular friendship, I would be like, Issa, girl, you need to cut Condola ass off. This shit is awkward. But they getting money together. So, it's kind of hard to say, okay, you need to cut her off. Like, hell no, nah, bitch, y'all got y'all to gotta get this bag together. Unfortunately, that's the card that y'all been dealt. So, it's just such a sticky situation. I feel bad for Issa because this is awkward as fuck. I don't like it. I don't like that. Um, so they at the mixer. I don't fast forward past whole bunch of shit. Oh, but wait, let's go back. Because in the beginning of Insecure, Issa was like, yeah, I don't fuck with Molly. So I wonder, like, I don't know. Because y'all know Issa be hallucinating and shit. Like, is she ain't gonna fuck with Molly going forward or what? But anyway, fast forward a little bit. So Condola let Lawrence know that... You know, Issa knows and she know like, they know about each other. I fuck with Condola because she told Lawrence, listen, you don't need to come to the mixer. 
period. Like, you don't, you just need to, don't make this shit awkward. Don't come to the mixer. I respected that. A thousand percent. And Condola ain't wrong for dating Lawrence because she was fucking with Lawrence before her and Issa started working on this project together. You know what I'm saying? So, and at the end of the day, her and Issa, they came together business-wise. You get what I'm saying? They didn't come together on no girlfriend shit. They didn't meet at a party or at a club and click. They met for a business and they're doing business together. So Condola is not wrong. I just want to be clear. I don't think she's wrong at all. I just think all business aside, if they didn't have a business venture together, then Issa has no business being cool. Um, okay. So we had the mixer. First of all, let me just say Molly ass girl. Molly is, it's like, she don't know how to date. She don't know how to finesse. Molly's in a car with, what's Molly boo name? Andrew. In a car with Andrew on the way to Easter's Mixers. That wasn't even the time to have that conversation, honestly. Because Molly gets so triggered by anything. Like, Molly be wanting these, these situations and can't handle them. Like, the situation with Dro. When Dro, you know, him and his lady was in an open marriage and she still proceeded to fuck with Dro, knowing that she could not handle that shit. Like, Molly knew that that shit was too much for her. Same thing with Andrew. She asked them, asked Andrew basically, was he seeing anybody? He said, yeah, you know, aren't you seeing anybody? I understand from a woman, we get triggered and we be getting in our feelings about shit. Yes, I can see how that would put you in your feelings. However, that don't give you cause to show your ass at your best friend's business mixer. Like, she just, Molly don't know how to be a supportive friend. Molly is, she's she's only supportive when shit in her life is going perfect. Like, but if Molly got any type of inconvenience going on, she's not going to be, she's trash. She's a trash ass friend. So she got in her feelings because Andrew said, you know, he's dating somebody else. Got to the mixer, carried that shit into the mixer. Um, Ended up saying Andrew can't come back with her craziness. So end of the mixer. Fall, somebody played my neck, my back in the mixer, and that shit was fucking funny. And number two, I was in this bitch funking because I ain't heard my neck, my back in a minute. But that's neither here nor there. Um, that was the ghetto lieutenant girl from the apartments. Yes, that hoe had them played my neck, my back at the goddamn mixer, bitch. And I was in her swinging my wig from left to right. So we get to the end of the mixer. Um, it you know, it was a little awkward with Condola and Issa, but they pushed through it. You know, this is business. I respect it. So now, here come Molly bitter ass. And salute to Issa. Because this was like Issa's big day. Here come Molly being a bitter Betty. Issa's like, girl, you all right. Molly want to project her shit onto Issa. You shouldn't be fucking with Condola. Like, girl. Molly is a bad friend. Issa whole clique is full of bad friends. Kelly is the only solid one. The only solid one. So, you got all that build up, right? And then the shit ends. <laughs> like, oh, that's what make me want to scream about Insecure. Like, right when we get into, like, okay, bitch, I want to see what happened after the mixer. Okay, Condola and Lawrence, they fuck cool. But... I want to see what happened with Andrew and Molly, okay? What's what's the tea? What happened afterwards? What was the next day conversation like? Now we got to wait a whole week for another 30 minutes, Issa. Issa, please. Bitch, I come to you humbly. I come to you begging, bitch. Like, real bitch don't even beg. I'm coming to you humbly as I can. Can you please, Issa, please, girl, just 45 minutes. Like, we ain't asked too much, child. I mean, we stream the shit on the app. I don't think there's no commercials. 45 minutes, 40, fucking 40, 
please. Like, them extra 10 minutes are so important. Issa, please, girl, please. Issa, child, please, bitch. Like, just give us a quick 40, like, this 30-minute shit is killing me. And I know the season is only going to be, like, 10 episodes max. That shit makes me want to snatch my wig off. Like, I need so much more. But I am excited for episode two um, to see what's about to happen with Molly and Andrew. Honestly, I don't want Molly to start fucking back with Dro. So I really need her ass to make this shit work with Andrew. And Andrew is a good dude because, number one, let me tell you what Andrew could have done. He could have lied to your ass. He could have been like, I ain't fuck with nobody. And then you and him out on a date and his somebody roll up. So he he didn't do that. He told you what it was from the jump. But I don't know. She just, she was like, I don't know. I think me and Andrew, Andrew is a rap. I'm not so quick to just cut him off. I mean, you asked a question. You asked a question. You wanted an honest answer. And unfortunately, he gave it to you. I understand being in your feelings but I don't know it's just some shit you don't ask in the talking phase well some shit that I don't ask in the talking phase like if I know we just talking and I know I'm still doing me like I still got niggas sending the good morning texts and the what you doing texts and I ain't finna be asking you who you talk to because shit if I'm doing I know you doing it so that's just me though. Molly is a different. <laughs> Molly is a different animal. Tiffany ass needs to fucking go. Like, write her out of the show. She, oh, she just, she is trash. I feel like she is just miserable. Cause I, if y'all recall last season when she was at Coachella, she was big and pregnant and whiny then, and now she bigger and pregnant and still fucking whiny. <laughs> But, uh, did we see Daniel? Bitch, did we see Daniel this episode? I don't know. I can't, no, we didn't. We did. I would have remembered Daniel fine ass. So, I don't even know why I'm playing because Daniel one of the finest things that done came across my TV screen in years. Him and, um, nigga that was in Moonlight, Trevante Rose. Do I have a train sound effect around this motherfucker? Like, <laughs> because, <laughs> listen, bitch, them is too. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to watch Moonlight tonight. It's been a good long while since I seen Moonlight. Because, baby, that goddamn, oof, dang, yo, baby, them sex scenes. <laughs> I'm not, a, I don't like Lauren's sex scenes. I'm going to be honest. But Daniel, I look forward to seeing Daniel fucking something. Oh, insecure. Like, oof, oof. He's just, he every bit of fine. Like, that. that's a fine ass. Bitch, I mean fine ass. Even his ass. Like, he's so goddamn choppy. He got the perfect ass. Like, oof. Oh, bitch. Tie my wig up. Bitch, I done butt running got hot. But, nevertheless, that was insecure, y'all. <laughs> um, so, episode two, we gonna talk about it. Um, I guess we gonna talk about it Friday. Because Monday, I probably ain't gonna have time to... Well, anyway. Maybe, maybe Friday is gonna be, like, our insecure review day. That sound okay? All in favor? Okay. Now, moving on, child. Like I said, I'm not going to bore y'all with too much of this old dry-ass tea, but y'all know what tea is really old and really dry. This goddamn Kirk and Rashida bullshit. Like, oh, my God. I'm I'm interested in doing reality TV, but, man, I, I ain't going to lie, bro. I probably have pick and choose what I'm giving and what I'm not because Rashida did an episode of Love & Hip Hop, but I don't know which one. Recently, though, it was her 20-year anniversary to Kurt, and 
They were celebrating, and this big-ass thread came out on Twitter about, like, oh, Rashida only 37, and if it's her 20-year anniversary, they got married when she was 17, and they were saying, like, Kirk adopted Rashida when Rashida was 15, raised her till she was 17, then married her. It was... And then, first of all, who the fuck told y'all Rashida was 37? I never thought Rashida was 37. That's number one. And then when, I think it was Gossip of the City started posting like, hey, you know, Rashida kind of been spreading the truth about her age. She's not 37. She's a little older. But maybe for the show, she said she's 37. I don't know how old Rashida is. I don't give a fuck. The fact of the matter is that y'all took the time to come up with this elaborate ass just fucking theory. If Rashida said, because what does she have to lose? She didn't, Rashida didn't break no crime. So if this were true, Rashida could tell the truth about the shit. Rashida don't take me as no bitch that's being finessed. Even at a young age, um, she just don't take me as that. Rashida, just she just don't take me as that. I don't think for one second none of this bullshit is true. I don't think Rashida was adopted by Kirk at 15 and married him at 17. I don't think that. Y'all sound dumb as shit. Number one. Number two, y'all invest an awfully a lot of time into these conspiracies. And number three... So, Rashida, like, been on the internet saying, basically, bitch, y'all is lying. Period. Y'all are lying. Like, y'all are conspiracy theorists. Y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Y'all lying. Listen, man, I believe Rashida. It's her life. It's her fucking marriage. That lady know when she got married. And if she has been lying about her age or saying she's 37, I never heard Rashida say she was 37. Y'all got that shit off of the goddamn internet because the internet is always right according to y'all. But what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, stop it. Y'all have, y'all really got to stop this shit. Rashida said it ain't true. That should have dead it all of it. Not Kirk saying it ain't true. Rashida said that that shit is not true. Rashida said, this way y'all really fucked up at. Rashida herself said, I wasn't thinking about no marriage at 17. That lets y'all know that Rashida is a little bit older than 37, and that's okay. I think Rashida said she got, what, a, tw- a 19-year-old son? Some shit like that. So, it's possible that she is a little older than 37, and that's so fucking K. But the lady said she was not thinking about getting married at no damn 17. And that's all that matters. Like, it must be so hard being a celebrity because the lie is so much more interesting than the truth. It's like a bitch can come out, clear their name, tell you what it is, and y'all still gonna have y'all own perception. That's why Beyonce don't talk to you hoes. That's why, I ain't, like, it's so many celebrities who is not interested in clearing shit up with you hoes. Prince, God bless the dead, was not interested in clearing shit up with you hoes. Prince is me. Think what you want, ho. Beyonce is me. Think what you want, ho. Like, because a bitch can come out, clear it up, have a whole press conference. But the lie, and y'all have to see this tweet. If I, I might find it and put it up on a Kate Dish podcast, we'll see. But y'all have to see this tweet. Like, it's a it's really drawn out. And I think a YouTuber is who initially put this out. I don't know, but it's a lie. Okay, Rashida says it's a lie. I don't know one way or another, but the lady in question say the shit ain't true. The lady who it's like if Kirk came out by himself and said that's a lie, it'd be like, mm, okay, that's what you would say. But what does Rashida have to lose or gain? If Rashida came out and said, 
well, yeah, you know, he did adopt me at 15. We did start having sex at 17. She ain't going to jail for that. No. So she has nothing to lose. Like, y'all have to stop with the shit. Y'all are really dragging it at this point. If I can find the tweet, I'll put it up. My child, honestly, by the time y'all hit this, that shit gonna be old and dry anyway. I was just thoroughly overhearing about it. And I'm also overhearing about um, Chadwick Boisman, who was in Black Panther. I'm overhearing about that too. Um, We joke, we kiki, we laugh, bitch. I'm the queen of reads and laughing and shit like that. But he posted a video. Chadwick posted a video. And, you know, he was just talking about some type of cause. I think I'm pretty sure, 90% sure. It was like coronavirus related and whoop de whoop. Some initiative. and But it was positive. It was, it was like a positive initiative. And uh, per usual, instead of people taking that. And, you know, looking into that, they started dragging this man because it looked like he lost a little weight. Okay, guys. Um, so he does look, he appears thinner. But see, the thing that shit so fucked up with the world and society, people equate like thin to sick. And we got to stop that shit. Because just because a person getting their cardio on don't mean they're fucking sick. Like, we equate thin to sick and then sick to cancer or HIV or some shit like that. And it's like, what if he just been working the fuck out? Or what if he is dealing with some medical shit and... You know, he is a little thinner, but he don't want to talk about that with you hoes. And I'm sure he don't want to get on the internet and see y'all dragging him and his looks and his appearance, especially when the whole purpose of the video was about this great cause that he working towards. I just thought that shit was lame. When I seen him trending, I'm like, oh, thank God he don't got fucking coronavirus. But y'all was just doing too much. <sighs> just just per usual, just doing too much. You know, I love social media when I love it and I hate it when I hate it. Especially Twitter. And yeah, it's just like, the, I don't know. I'm just not into that. I'm not into that, especially as I get older. And I realize how real shit is out here. Some people actually do suffer from certain things. And it just don't make it no better that y'all are on the internet critiquing this man's appearance. Because he don't look like what he looked like in the movie. Or the last time you seen him. He could be fucking getting ready for a role. Actors, actresses do all the time gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight for different parts, depending on what it is. So, y'all just don't know what the fuck going on with that man. Or he could have some type of disease that we don't know about and he don't want to tell us about. And that's perfectly fine. But y'all just, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I guess the older I get, like that cruel shit and just, I don't know. Some shit just not funny to me. I don't know. Like, the older I get, I think appearance and shit like that, it's it's just not funny. Maybe when I was younger, that was like a kiki, but now that I'm older and people is grown and people people just be going through shit, man. I'm not in the business of it, so um, I just wanted to address you hoes. I had actually got off Twitter when I was seeing that because that was, uh, I just wasn't a fan. So, anyway, we finna get into some things. Actually, we're not finna get into some things. We are 35 minutes in and I'm finna wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. But, not before I do my ex Drika. These are two really simple ex Drikas. Well, one of them is. 
One ask Drika says, Drika, if a man had to do a dinner at home date with you, what would you want him to cook? Um, bitch, I like to eat. I like alligator. I like Caribbean food. I think I like alligator so much because it's not something that we have a lot of where I'm from. We have the fried alligator, like the fried alligator tail, but... Ever since I had um, grilled alligator, I've been hooked. So, fried alligator will do it if I just need to satisfy my craving, but it's not like that sauteed. So, but niggas ain't cooking alligator, so I can hang that up. Um, He could do me, like I said, I like Caribbean. He could do me some curry, some jerk chicken, some rice and peas, some cabbage, some good oxtails. Bitch, I love oxtails. Them shit's just so damn expensive. He could do me, um, he could do lamb, you know, um, what else? I mean, he could do me anything but pasta, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because, bitch, everybody can cook pasta. <laughs> like, if you don't cook for me, nigga, cook. Like, put some goddamn elbow grease in that shit. Get to it. Um, so anything but pasta, because I cook my own pasta at home. But, yeah, child, I, I like to eat. <laughs> so, I can't tell you, like, um, nothing specific. I will say this, though. If a guy were to do a date at home, like a dinner date at the crib, and he wanted to cook, I don't want no big-ass, like, helpings of soul food and shit, because... Nine out of ten, we finna be fucking after this, and a bitch stomach is gonna be rumbling. And I got that type of time. I'm not on that type of time, hoes. So I don't want to eat a whole bunch of goddamn fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, collard greens, potato salad, cornbread. Uh, uh-uh, don't cook no shit like that, cause I'ma just, you know, I'ma eat like a real small portion, and then you know, I don't want my stomach all poking at. After I eat, bitch, you know you get the baby belly after you damn eat, bitch. Your shit be bulging out your jeans and shit. So I don't want none of that if I'm on like a date at home <laughs> situation. But um, yeah, he. Anytime a man cooks to me, it's appreciated because I don't. I've only ever had a man cook for me once. I've only ever dated one guy that. Well. I had another guy who cooked for me. He he was a fairly good cook. He cooked for me like maybe twice, but I mean consistently. I only had my like one of my exes cook for me consistently. So anytime a man cooks for me, I I just think that's really intimate and it's really sweet. It's really like a sweet gesture. I say I don't want pasta, but if a nigga went in there and whipped up some old ghetto-ass shrimp pasta, I guess I wouldn't be opposed to it. It really is the thought, though. Because any nigga can take you out to eat, but... And I do like going out to eat. So don't get no ideas. Don't think you just finna cook some ghetto-ass shit for me at the crib and I'ma just come through and chill, no, bitch. Take me down to the Ruth Chris. But... After we've been kicking it for a while, you wanna cook for me, that's fine, too. Because that is, that is really sweet for a man to get in the kitchen and, like, want to impress you. So, he kind of, like, putting his all into it. That shit is really, really appreciated. That type of effort don't always come around, Chad. So, yeah. But I I would fuck with that. I, if a guy did that for me, I would probably cry, honestly. That's... It be shit like that. That bring tears to my eyes. I might fuck around and cry. Um, Okay. <laughs> but thank you. That was a really cute question. So question number two. Oh, now we gotta get into the serious shit. This bitch kind of long, but um, basically, sis say she's married. I don't know why you married, girls. Come to my single, no man, no prospect ass with these ass drinkers is comical but okay bitch maybe i was just doing it for kicks and giggles i'm gonna I'm keep the shit with you i'm gonna play with your ass tonight bitch basically sis been married five years she don't want kids in the beginning her husband don't want didn't want kids now he want kids what should she do bitch i don't know <laughs> i have no rap for you i'm just playing um but no I'm, i honestly don't know because 
children is a conversation that you have like prior to marriage and it sounds like y'all did but somebody decides he wants kids now that's a tricky one especially if you came into this shit like okay i've met my person he don't want kids i don't want kids this works and now i motherfucker want kids i can only imagine that being like a kind of a tough situation to find yourself in but i honestly don't know i really don't pull hold on what is this oh okay yeah i don't know bitch <laughs> you got to tell me what to do because this is a sticky one i mean i can't say divorce your man ho don't do that and end up like me no ma'am but i don't need how, how does that conversation even come up like we've been rocking all these years and we ain't got we decided we don't want kids and now all of a sudden you want them I guess the question would be like, is it a deal breaker? I mean, so what capacity do you want to adopt one? Do you, and if you want to adopt one, what age are you thinking? Do you want to adopt that like between three and five? Do you want to adopt an infant? Do you want to adopt a middle schooler? Or do you want to go the surrogate route? I don't really want to carry a baby. What does that look like? So, I guess step one would be the conversation of, okay, what does this shit look like? Like, what what does having a child to a couple who said they weren't having a child even look like? And y'all have to find, I guess, what works for y'all. I know this is a really generic-ass answer, but I, 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 have, I have nothing. Like, I'm drawing a blank with this. I've never even experienced anything remotely or know anybody who's experienced anything like this that I can draw from. I will say this though, um, kids are such a huge responsibility to where even if you're married, um, you can't have kids because another human being wants you to have kids. Okay, does that make sense? Like, because at the end of the day, you're a woman and you're going to have to carry that baby for them nine months. You're going to have to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to have the, you know, the sleepless nights, feeling the kicks and shit like that. And the cravings and the hormones, like your body is going to be pushed to the limit. Nobody else's. So I understand that's your husband and, you know, you guys are married. I did take vows. I'm not, I'm never saying anything like that, but I'm just saying never have a baby because someone else telling you like in other words you have to make sure that you really want kids as well like don't just do it off the strength of making him happy because he knew what it was when you signed up that's just me that's just how I'm envisioning me as a wife like I'm I can't lay down and have a child for you that I never had any intentions of having. I didn't really want because you don't know how your bond going to be with a child that you don't want. Child might come out. You might see your baby and fall in love. Child might come out. You might see your baby and be like, fuck another bill. So especially if you had your mind made up that you didn't want kids. So you just, you just never know. And I, I, I am so anti forcing a woman to have children or telling a woman what to do with her body y'all know that already um so yeah mama's uh best of luck <laughs> keep me posted bitch <laughs> let me know what he say um but yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> we gonna wiggle the fuck up out of that one before <laughs> i tell a bitch to uh lose her man and I don't want nobody losing their man over nothing. Drink or say nothing. Don't take shit I say personal on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave y'all with this. <laughs> we don't really have a main topic. We've been talking about a whole bunch of shit, really. Because I really missed you guys. So I had to come and give the pod something. But I will leave y'all with this. Like, I know, ladies, I'm, I'm only talking to my girls right now. 
fellas, I'll talk to y'all another day. <laughs> but y'all, I know it's a lot of what you doing and I miss you Texas going on right now because everybody home. Bitches ain't got none but time. I did get one. I got a photo of me and a person. He sent actually two photos of us and I was just thinking about you and I just want to let you know that I always care about you. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm straight out there. I think I hit him with the thank you. Um, with the heart emoji, I, I have no, I have no rap for my exes <laughs> at this. I, the, the ones I got a little rap for, you know, I'm, I'm cool with maybe one of them, but, uh, yeah, I ain't got no rap for that. And the ones I'm cool for, I feel like they're still actively, not actively in my life, but, I ain't got rid of them all the way, so we cool. But you niggas that I don't fuck with, don't talk to, ladies, do not fall into them what you doing and I miss you Texas during quarantine. I know it's quiet. I know it's lonely. You know, a lot of us is working from home. So we are home all day. We bored. You know, you might start sipping and start feeling a little frisky. And, you know, you might pick up the phone and reply. You got to be strong, bitch. <laughs> Do not reply. If if you ain't been fucking with that nigga for two years, bitch, make it three. Okay? Like, y'all ain't been messing with each other. So, y'all don't mess with each other now. Because, like, I was watching my homegirl... Shout out to Empress of Miami. She was on live and she went live with another girl. I can't think of her name right off, but the other girl was basically saying like, it's like jail talk right now. And that's what it is. You can't get sucked into that shit. These niggas is in their house bored just like you. So they got a whole lot of time to just feed you a whole lot of bullshit, a whole lot of lies. Don't fall forward and do not let that nigga come quarantine up at your house no keep his ass out though with the goddamn quarantine don't let that man come up in your house talking about quarantining with you because when his ass allowed to go back outside that bitch gonna be outside and he is not going to know you anymore sis i'm so serious like it's so easy to be vulnerable in these times and just you in your bed, it's empty, you lonely, you want to be held. Listen, I'm I'm with you. I stand with you. But get you some get you some quality sex toys, get you the little click uh liquor. Get you, you know, a nice quality vibrator with good um settings. Get you um you can get you a dildo with the suction cup if you wanna like put it in the shower. You can do that. Um, you can do... Hell, I don't give a fuck if you order a sex style, bitch. Anything but text a fuck nigga back <laughs> during quarantine. I don't care what you buy. But, no, if he was a fuck nigga before lockdown, sis, when they open up them gates and let his ass slide, I'm, I assure you he's going to continue to be a fuck nigga. So, please, just... Listen to what Auntie Drinker is telling you, baby. I would not lead your wrong ever, bitch. <laughs> Don't text that nigga back. Do not let that nigga come chill with you. Niggas be texting you, oh, feel me? I come grab a bottle and come chill. I go grab some food, grab some liquor and come chill. Bitch, uh, no, I'm already lit. Like, I already started drinking and I already ate. I done already ordered me some Uber Eats, some Grubhub. I done already pulled up the Remy. Of the Patron, like I'm in this bitch vibing. Zolo, I don't need you. Peace. You have to be strong. You have to be disciplined. I'm telling you, don't get knocked up by no fuck nigga because your ass in quarantine and you lonely. I don't I done had to fight them demons a little bit. Quit luck, boop boop. But I promise it was worth it. Because ain't no fuck nigga on my couch. Running up my goddamn electricity, ordering goddamn movies on my cable box, none of that. 
It's peaceful around these parts. Goddamn it. It's just me. The goddamn TV. My computers. <laughs> Y'all. It's peaceful. But that, you know what? That even goes for some of the niggas. I said I was talking to my ladies, but some of y'all niggas done dealt with some fuck-ass hoes, done dealt with some lame-ass hoes, done dealt with some hoes who only was fucking with you for your money. Raise his hand. I might have been one. Don't text them hoes back. Period. They ain't want you, They didn't value you, king. <laughs> they ain't value you before lockdown. You ain't got to text their ass back either. Beat your dick. Do what niggas do. It's cool. We'll we'll be good. When you can go outside, you can meet ladies. You can meet new niggas. Kings, y'all can meet some some new things. You feel me? But don't don't get sucked back into people who really just don't mean you no motherfucking good off the strength of being lonely. And I know how this shit, this quarantine shit is really lonely. I will be the first to say it. Because I'm in my house more than normal. Usually, I would be at work for eight hours of the day. I'm in this bitch all day. Except for those special occasions where I have to go in the office. So, listen, I get the lonely shit. Um, I've been writing more, drinking more, <laughs> and watching more movies. I got my exercise machine, so we finna start the exercise regimen, like... Anything to keep my mind off being lonely because I did find myself like going through my text message thread and I'm like, who to text, who to call, who, and shit, fuck around and text some damn niggas just off the strength of being fucking bored. So, trying to refrain from that. We're going to get through this. But anyway, y'all know that's all I got. I don't got no more cap for you hoes. <laughs> None at all, okay? But I apologize that I didn't give y'all a podcast on Monday. I didn't think you guys cared that much. Now I see that you do. So I'm going to see y'all back here. Same time, same place. iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. I'm in the building. I'm going to see y'all back on Monday. We're going to reconvene. We're going to talk about some things. We're going to get into some shit. Um... The Kate Dish Podcast on Instagram. Y'all know where I'm at. Caked up, dripped out. If y'all want to get up close and personal with the hostess, with the mostess. Damn, she bad. Two Ds, two underscores on Twitter. And that's it, pool. And until Monday, y'all be safe. Wash your hands, wash your ass, cover your mouth, wear your mask. And I'm going to see y'all hoes on Monday. Toodles. <laughs>